you have a huge problem. Your business is being ignored. This episode gives you a framework to address one of the most challenging things in marketing and sales. Prospects only listen to brands that communicate simply and clearly. They ignore all the rest, no matter how big the brand might be. Welcome to The Info, a podcast that encourages and equips sales leaders such as yourself to prospect smarter. I'm your host, Bryce Curry, VP of Marketing at Cole Information. I'm excited for you to hear from Raj Lula, partner and strategist at Fruitful Design and Strategy. He's going to unpack the power of story to overcome the curse of being ignored. He's a certified story brand guide, and he will walk us through the story brand framework and how to add clarity to your business. But most importantly, position your business for growth. One of the keys in your sales process is the power of story. And in today's podcast, The Info by Cole Information, I am excited to have my guest, Raj Lula. Raj is actually one of my favorite people, and I don't say that lightly. I don't say that about everybody. We share a general curiosity about life and different things, and so we connect in a lot of ways. But I'm excited to have him on this episode to unpack the power of story and the approach to the framework of building out uh, a process that adds clarity to your message. So one of the reasons we're doing this podcast is to talk to sales leaders all across the country about tactics and technology. But one of the things that's mission critical is the clarity in the message that you deliver through those campaigns. People connect with stories and really a conversation in a lot of ways is storytelling. Um, our lives are stories. You can really apply it to everything. The obvious things would be movies and and, and books and all the famous uh, directors and writers that, and novelists that come with that. So before we dive right in and unpack some of that, what that means for our audience, you know, sales professionals and, and marketers and uh, across our verticals, tell, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Yeah. As Bryce said, I'm Raj Lula, principal strategist here at Fruitful Design and Strategy. And Uh, my entire job is to help small business leaders and salespeople tell their customer's story better, not their own story, their customer's story. And we do that by helping you position your customer as the hero of the story and position you as the guide using a framework called the story brand framework. So, and, and that framework is something that, um, I'd like to talk about a little bit here, a little bit later in the episode. And obviously it's a, it's a framework that we don't have time to unpack, nor would I expect you to, you know, do a full workshop here on this episode. Um, but we'll talk about, uh, at a high level, kind of, kind of what that looks like. Yeah. Um, but one of the things, you know, as consumers and business owners, even sales professionals, we're interacting daily with, um, micro bits of information, right? We're accepting that we're interpreting it, we're reject- rejecting it, um, and that's kind of one of the the reasons for this podcast is there's there's many things out there tr- as as we are marketing as we are sales professionals we're trying to get individuals attention and I always tell people when they're like so what's the secret to marketing um, wh- you know or if they're really interested in marketing I always tell the team or that individual as a marketer your 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 start line is being ignored so you're starting at ignore yeah which is kind of a depressing thought at first, <laughs> but 
that's just human nature, yeah. right? Our brains, I think, are structured in a certain way, and I think that's part of the framework with with StoryBrand, and is the acknowledgement that you know our brains at a high level are thri- you know, focused on thriving and surviving, and there's primal reasons for all of yeah. that that go beyond this podcast, of course. But it's important when you're talking about like consumer behavior, messaging, and stuff like that. So I'm kind of curious on like, what are your thoughts on the challenge? Uh, you know, it, it creates for sales and marketing professionals when when the people that they're prospecting, they're starting at ignoring them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I heard somebody say one time that the opposite of love isn't hate, mm-hmm. it's apathy. You know, yeah, that, right. that when they have somebody come into their office, you know, marriage that's in trouble, the thing that they're most worried about isn't when the couple is bickering and fighting or whatever, because then they've got energy, they've got mm-hmm. passion, because they the stuff that is happening in the marriage bothers them. Mm. Uh, and so that hate, anger, that kind of yeah. stuff um, is powerful. And we've seen this in the social algorithms right. and outrage is a very powerful right. thing. Right. Um, but apathy... <laughs> is so much worse because that means just they've given up or don't care at all. Mm -hmm. And uh, so marketers face a very similar challenge where, um, I mean, think about it, like Domino's Pizza, one of the greatest turnaround stories Mm -hmm. in all all of Mm -hmm. marketing history. Uh, People actively hated it. They they would make jokes about it on on Jay Leno, all that kind of stuff, about how it was cardboard, Mm -hmm. all that. And so they actually occupied a a space in people's consciousness as the worst pizza. Right. And so then when they made a turnaround mm-hmm. and, and they said, Hey, you're right. We're terrible. Yeah. Uh, then they uh, were, they had room then to surprise and delight people. Mm-hmm. Whereas the pizza chain that nobody's heard about or nobody cares about mm-hmm. the, your local pizza place mm-hmm. that just, you know, pops up one day and then two years mm-hmm. later, it's gone. Like a lot of small businesses, right. um, they have a much harder time because people right. just don't care at all in right. either direction, love right. or hate. Right. Uh, I think that's a great example, and and for our audience, something to relate to because we've we've all come across kind of that turnaround story, and there's several brands like that that have been successful yeah. in doing that. And I think a lot of it does <clears throat> one they have um, you know very creative agencies that back that um, and embrace that, and and then but they also have product improvement and stuff like yeah. that, that that that's important. But um, in our past conversations, I remember you saying something like, and I think this comes out of the story brand, um, you know, processes, uh, if you confuse, you lose. Yeah. Could you unpack that a little bit? Yeah. Kind of what, what, I mean, it sounds obvious, but some, in its simplistic form, it actually has a, a lot of, um, a benefic- benefit to our, to our audience when you're kind of thinking about, Hey, I got to do a sales pitch in front of someone that actually opened the door, answered my call, received my email, stuff like that. Yeah. One of my favorite things I learned about in psychology class when I was in school was uh, this thing called the cocktail party effect. And uh, the cocktail party effect is your brain's ability to filter out all noise Mm. uh, besides the conversation that's happening in front of you. And uh, now you're only going to use that strength, that skill, Mm -hmm. if the conversation that you're in is interesting. Uh, I mean, I think we've all been at parties where yeah. the person you're talking to and then you're like, oh, there's there's meatballs <laughs> behind that person or like, oh, I'd rather be talking to that right, person. Right, yeah. And so you're trying to monitor multiple things mm-hmm. because that person hasn't engaged you. Right. Same thing happens in marketing mm-hmm. and uh, and where clarity comes into that, where where. Uh, you know, confusing equals losing uh, is that if if you're trying to tell your customer a lot of different things about how, um, you know, you are the 
real estate agent who will help them find um, the cleanest bathrooms mm-hmm. in houses or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but really mm-hmm. all they they care about is floor plans or square right. footage or whatever, then they're going to go, okay. Uh, and just they'll, they'll ignore it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, it, it, it turns out if you were also the real estate agent who helps people find the best floor plans mm-hmm. and people care a lot more about that, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't lead with the bathroom thing because it's right. weird and confusing mm-hmm. and people are going to be like, Oh, that's the bathroom lady. Yeah. But they're not going <laughs> to, they're not going to remember that you could also help them with the thing they really care about. Right. Right. And you know, as marketers, as sales professionals, our audience is looking at KPIs and, and, and in some ways, many of them are, are graded on their performance against things like contact rate, yeah. open rate, uh, various measures of engagement, right? If, if you're a BDR listening to this episode, you're thinking about how do I get, remember what I said, you're starting at an ignore. How do I get that attention and turn it into someone, you know, that we can move into the pipeline and work through down to the funnel yeah. and, and, and stuff like that. And I, I really connected and I've gone through, I will in full disclosure, have gone through a uh, workshop with Raj on a few different um, things from corporate level to specific uh, verticals. And I really connected with this idea of if you confuse, you lose. And uh, one of the things I want to make sure our audience kind of connects with in this episode is, is that I think that sometimes we get so close to the service or product that we provide that, especially if it's a technology, that we can over we, we get so close to it that it, it becomes difficult to kind of express what it does. Oh, 100%. Right? And so we kind of trip ourselves up. And I know that sometimes when I have to sit down and think about writing copy for an email again about, you know, something specific, you know, like hyperlocal marketing, you know, prop tech, all these fancy terms, that I need to step back and kind of think through or think about, um, is this confusing? Yeah. And I think that the, well, I know that, you guide people through that process and give, I mean, I look at, you know, some of our uh, notes from our sessions, you know, weekly when mm-hmm. I'm thinking through different things, whether it's an inner office meeting or something that we're getting ready for a campaign yeah. kind of aspect. So I've really connected uh, with this idea of how the brain works um, and how as marketers, if you confuse, you lose. And I, I think that's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. If you're in sales or if you're in marketing, it's helpful instead of thinking that you work for your company to start thinking that you work for the client. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've, I've said it to you many times mm-hmm. uh, when, when we get in locked into some of those conversations where it's like, Oh, we got to use this word or we, you mm-hmm. know, this fancy technology, yeah, whatever. Right. Um, I will, I will often say, <clears throat> I don't work for you. I work for your customer. In fact, I will often really often say that I'm a ruthless advocate for your customer mm-hmm. because uh, ultimately, that's what's going to make you successful it's, uh, as a salesperson, as a marketer, is is being an advocate for your customer to get the solution to their problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really one of the the key tenets of the the story brand framework is uh, figuring out what problem you are solving for the customer. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we get up, we get too close to it, and mm-hmm. and we say uh, things like, "Well." Um, our customer's problem is they need prop tech, you know? Right, and right, it's like, right. no, 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 no. Our customer's problem at the most basic level is they need to sell more things. Mm-hmm. And the prop tech will help them do that in right. whatever way. And then it's our job to start with that problem. They need to sell more things and then figure out how this prop tech connects to that mm-hmm. problem is the solution mm-hmm. to that problem mm-hmm. and then explain it very clearly with a plan. Mm-hmm. 
this is what happens in stories and movies all the mm -hmm. time. Like in Star Wars, you know, mm -hmm. um, Luke, you know, wants to be a hero from the very beginning. He wants to go to the Academy. He wants to fly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then as he meets Obi Wan Kenobi in uh, you know in Episode Four there, uh, he Obi -Wan, Obi Wan Kenobi gives him the 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 path to becoming the hero that he wants to be. It's to be, mm -hmm. become a Jedi and right. to train in mm -hmm. in the ways of the Force because uh, otherwise Luke didn't know how to do it. He sort of had a vague notion of oh, I want to be up there. I want to be off this dirt planet somehow, mm -hmm. but he didn't really know where he was going. Right. You are doing the same thing for your customers. They have a general desire. I want to sell more things. Mm -hmm. And then you say, hey, cool, well, I have this thing that's really powerful right. and here's how you uh, get right. into it so that you meet your goal. Right. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we can all kind of insert our favorite movie and kind of think about that framework and, and why we connect with story. Yeah. I mean, and why, why it's so powerful. Um, one of the things I wanted to kind of unpack with you is, is you know, as as an as our audience is uh, listening to this, and it, it's it could be a new concept, mm -hmm. a new framework for sure, which we'll get into here in a moment, just to kind of put some tangibility to what we're talking about. Um, is you know, when I think of the sales funnel, and 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 our our customers, our audience is you know tasked with um, hunting to transaction in a lot of ways. Is there uh, you know if they it's kind of like your cocktail example. So if if you give the full story up right at the start, is it overwhelming? Is there, you know, what are your thoughts around um, pieces of the story and in connection with like the sales process? Yeah, I think it's HubSpot who identifies the four stages of the uh, sales funnel as awareness, interest, consideration, and purchase. And you don't have to remember all that, but mm -hmm. the idea is that people go from just being aware that you exist through a series of, uh, you know, closer and closer steps mm -hmm. until they buy from you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure when this episode is going to air, but, you know, we just got done watching the Super Bowl. And sure. uh, for me, I care probably almost as much, if not more, about the ads yeah. as I do the the game itself. And uh, the one thing I always think at the end of the game is what ads do I remember? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, some of them are, uh, you know, brands that we've known really mm -hmm. long. So awareness is super high. Mm -hmm. It's tied. It's, you know, certain alcohol companies, mm -hmm. all that. Um, and, and so they're trying to get us to consider a new product. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Pizza Hut just brought back the, the big New Yorker and several yeah. of us who grew up in the 90s right. were like, whoa. <laughs> uh, and so we're aware of the brand. We're considering a new thing. Mm -hmm. um, other companies like Coinbase last year yep. uh, and what was arguably the best ad of last mm -hmm. year's Super Bowl was the just the QR code bouncing around the screen. Yeah. And uh, it was because most people are not engaged in crypto yet, mm -hmm. even though maybe in worlds that we live in, people are like talking about it all yeah. the time, but the majority of Americans don't hold crypto. Mm -hmm. And, and so just getting people to be aware of the company at all, to visit the website at all mm -hmm. is a win for that company. We kind of do the same thing in, in marketing where, mm -hmm. where we have to decide what's the intent of, uh, of this campaign, of this ad that we're doing, of this messaging? Is it to get people to engage in, a, in awareness? Is it them for them to be interested in the product, consider purchasing from us, or to actually purchase? Um, and and what you tell them, which piece of the story you tell them, mm -hmm. is going to depend on the intent of, of the mm -hmm. ad. 
Yeah, that makes that makes a ton of sense, especially you know in visual medium, um, and I think it applies to uh, our audience that's also doing outbound telemarketing, that's doing different types of drip campaigns. Um, you know, I think that 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 story is the 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 glue in some ways um, that that brings continuity to your message. And again, we don't want to confuse, right? So yeah, some of the best. Yeah, speaking of outbound telemarketing. Mm-hmm. Some of the best cold call stuff I've ever received. Yeah. I will say it's like maybe, I don't know what the opposite of lukewarm is, but sort of luke cold calling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, some people who are sort of in my network, but yeah, aren't, yeah. Um, you know, but, but haven't done business with right. me. Some of the best calls that I get are ones that end with the question, hey, is there anything I can help you with? Mm. As opposed to jumping right to the bottom of the funnel mm-hmm. and saying, hey, do you want to buy this thing you've never heard mm-hmm. of and never thought about until mm-hmm. today? Um, somebody just making themselves aware mm-hmm. and, and then positioning themselves as helpful yeah. to me. Uh, this just happened to me this last week where somebody in, in my network who probably wants us to hire them as a, as a contractor, mm-hmm. um, reached out and they asked that question at the end mm-hmm. and I'm a lot farther in my career than this person. So I, mm-hmm. at first I couldn't really think of anything. Yeah. But then right after the call, I was like, you know what? I've actually got a, a need on a personal project yeah. that I'm looking for. A, mm-hmm. a specialist to help me with mm-hmm. and I asked the person and he was like oh yeah uh, I, I know somebody in yeah. that field and and made an introduction it was a great introduction yeah. and it raised his stock dramatically sure. with me um, yeah. and and so I know that you know we think of this a lot as numbers games and that kind of stuff but yeah. if you insert that just little human element mm-hmm. of thinking how can I be helpful to the person on the other end of the phone today. Right. And it might, you'd be surprised mm-hmm. the, st- the answers that you get. Yeah. Uh, is sometimes people say things like, well, unless you can get a, a baby stop crying because they're teething or whatever. And then it's like, oh, have you tried the little giraffe? And they're, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, what giraffe? You know? <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, it's like, yeah. you are more than one thing, just like, you're, mm-hmm. like your client is more mm-hmm. than one thing. And mm-hmm. so just being helpful, proving value mm-hmm. to them early mm-hmm. uh, helps them begin mm-hmm. to trust you, which is a huge part of continuing the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the psychological side of that is, is, you know, when people are engaging with each other and, and especially in the context of prospecting, it's, it, it comes down to kind of like, can I trust this person? What are they going to do for me? You know, those type of yep. kind of, uh, uh, questions. Some may ask them out loud. Some may just ask them internally, but we're always <laughs> asking, you know, what, what can this person do for me? You know, um, stuff like that. So yeah. I, I think, um, relationship is, is obviously very important, but in, you know, today what we're talking about is how to build those relationships, yeah. I think by using a framework that does work. And yeah. I can say that because we, we do it, we've embraced it as a company. Um, and when I talk to other fellow marketers in my network, uh, I, I do, I do recommend, uh, this type of framework. Um, and so, so let's spend a little bit of time uh, talking about what what story brand is. I think about our audience, and one of the things you know, our audience, it could be a real estate agent that wants to go from twenty deals to fifty deals this year, right? They have they they get granular, and you have to, right? I mean, as 100%. a sales professional, it's extremely important. There's way better sales coaches out there. Um, I look forward to having some of them on future episodes that have you know 
frameworks that can structure that will help you with that. But you know, if I'm a real estate agent that wants to go from 20 deals to 50 deals, or an insurance agent that wants to have you know 45 quotes a month because that numbers equate to this many new policies for my book of business, yeah. um, or a home pro that's doing you know really great work on, on in in uh, a certain neighborhood and wants to connect with the neighbors. Um, let's talk a little bit about how, okay, we've talked about storytelling. We've talked a little bit about the psychology behind it and developing relationships, but let's just dive a little bit into kind of what is story brand. And, uh, for this audience, just kind of unpack that a little bit at a high level. I'm going to give a little bit of hard truth to our audience here. Say that you are that agent who's trying to go from 20 deals to 50 deals or, Mm. you know, get 45 new, uh, clients for your agency. Your customer does not care about that goal. I know that's a hard truth, Mm. but your customer, uh, you know, if if people buy a house on average, uh, on average every seven years, that is the only transaction you make that year that they care about. Mm. They're one house because they're not going to do this again for a while. Mm -hmm. They don't want to do this again for a while. Moving is stressful. Um, and, and it's a big change in transition. They want this to go amazingly well and they want to have a great experience with it. They want to feel like they got a great value Mm -hmm. and they want to be able to trust that you are the person to lead them there. If they feel like they are one of 50, they are, they are going to not have a good experience. Um, and so sometimes when we talk about like the number of transactions we did Mm -hmm. last year as a a measure of our success, we actually put people off. Because they feel like one of many. That's a good point. As opposed to the only one. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that, as much as anything, is a great example of uh, of how the story brand framework works. We flip our mindset to put ourselves in the shoes of the other person and make them the hero of the story. Why is this person moving? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it because they've got kids who are growing up? This is hitting a little close to home here, but kids who are growing up, <laughs> sure. and they're, they're, you know, banging around the hallways yep, and, yep. and uh, you know, <laughs> scuffing the walls and all that. It's like, could use a little bit more room, <laughs> you know, is, is that sure. their goal or have they, uh, you know, just sold their startup mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, I need the pool now. Yeah, I need the, you know, whatever, For sure. uh, whatever situation they're in, they're in the middle of their own story and you are going to help them get to success. And so if that success is being a, a great mom or dad who is providing the space for your kids to grow or whether that success is, uh, you know, being, uh, you know, the, the young millionaire or billionaire mm-hmm. who is, is getting that, you know, place that's going to be on cribs or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the, the only thing they care about. And when you position yourself as, as the guide, as the helper to that success, you're going to win. If you position yourself as the person who did a hundred deals last year, or uh, you know the, uh, the best, um, you know the best agent in town because I'm on the most bus benches or mm-hmm. whatever, people just literally will not care. Yeah, um, they want to believe that you are going to help them get to their success, not yours. Right. One of the reasons I want to have this episode is because of that exact thing, and that is. Cl- Clarity of message. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's a harsh thing, you know, like I'll have a support rep say, like, we'll ask them, what did they say? What was the call to action? Mm-hmm. How did they position themselves? What is, you know, what does the story look like? And, and so forth, things like we've been talking about. And generally speaking, people just don't know. And so the reason I want you to, you know, I am uh, wanted to have you on and, and excited about this episode is because one of the big frustrations is I'm not getting a response. Mm. 
right? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get that next deal. I'm doing the hustle. I'm doing what you're telling me to do, Cole. I'm doing the cold calling. I'm doing the circle prospecting. I'm farming neighborhoods. I love Cole Realty Resource because I can connect with confirmed homeowners. I and have up to three points of contact. I get that, but I'm not getting that response. Yeah. If you can hone in your message, um, it, it's going to help with those response rates, which is why I think this audience should care about this episode ultimately. Yep. Yeah. So I'm going to drop a link in the show notes here that uh, you can go and look at the framework. You start with the character transformation. Mm -hmm. That is who your customer is going to become after they're successful. So mm -hmm. you might go from, let's use the example of, you know, me looking for a bigger house because yeah. my kids are growing. Yeah. Um, so I want to go from sort of tired, frustrated dad, uh, maybe a little too much noise in the house to... Uh, you know, relaxed, comfortable dad who's taking care of his kids, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, and so there's going to be a change that happens in me and I will attribute some of that mm -hmm. success to the, what you did for me. So mm -hmm. with character transformation, then uh, we, we go to what the character wants, a bigger house. That one is pretty obvious. Now, um, you know, one of the things that we very often mess up in, you know, in trying to put ourselves in the shoes of the character, kind of like I said earlier, is it's not prop tech that we want to, it's right. like, it's the bigger house. And so you might, sometimes you, you say like an, an agent who is, you know, five star rated on Google and whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, that's not actually what I want. I want mm -hmm. the house. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the agent is a help to that, mm -hmm. not the end goal. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't. I know it sounds super simple, mm -hmm. but you would not believe how often people mess this up. Uh, so I want the bigger house. And then what is the problem that stands between me mm. and getting that house? Um, it could be that the market is bananas uh, mm -hmm. right yeah, now, as it has been, been for a few case. years. Yeah, been right um, uh, and, uh, or it could be... Um, you know, the zip codes that I want to move into don't have very much inventory or, mm -hmm. you know, it could be a number of things that stand yep. between me and that. Uh, and again, it's easy to try to insert ourselves mm -hmm. here and say, oh, well, the problem is I just can't find the right agent. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of agents. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, th my real problem is uh, honestly trying to navigate this market. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then, great point. then how do I feel about that problem? And then why is it just plain wrong that I'm experiencing that problem? Mm -hmm. So all of the first three elements of the brand script, of the story brand brand script, are about the customer and, and who they want to be and, and the problem they're experiencing getting there. Then, and it's only on the fourth element of the brand script, that we finally talk about ourselves. And that's the guide section. The guide section we uh, present ourselves as empathetic to their problem, so we know how they feel, mm -hmm. and we show authority over the problem. That is the first and only place that you can talk about that you did 50 transactions last year or that you're the number one agent for whatever zip code or... that. That's like the complete opposite of how I think, I know I thought at first and yeah. a lot of people think because you always want to talk... Um, not to say always out of ego, but you want to talk about, I did this. This is why you should yeah. trust me. I did all this. Because yeah. you worked really hard to do that. And and you are really close to it, like I was kind of talking yeah. about earlier. Um, and, and there's an element of that. We're not saying that that doesn't have a place at certain points in time. You have to obviously add credibility. Yeah. But I really want people to hone in on what you just said. And that is the first part, which is completely different than a lot of messaging, uh, a lot of marketing messaging that we see our customers. And it's not, it's not putting anyone down. It's just, it adds clarity because it connects with the, the prospect. Yeah. Yeah. 
there's a uh, real estate agent here in Omaha mm-hmm. uh, by the name of David Potter, and he started doing these things called dream sessions. Mm. And I think it is the most brilliant thing I have ever seen a realtor do, um, real estate agent do. He um, <clears throat> he will just have people come in, uh, usually in January when mm-hmm. things might be a little bit slower, mm-hmm. and just talk to them for an mm. hour, hour and a half, and and just talk about what they're dreaming yeah. uh, about. I have I have the real estate agent who sold me my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have I have the one that uh, my parents have used to buy mm-hmm. a couple of properties now, mm-hmm. and uh, and I knew David, but I I had never worked with him before. Okay, and uh, but when I saw a video of him helping a friend of ours find a uh, shop, uh, is is um, uh, Bruce Guitars. Uh, they th- he's a luthier, a, yeah. a guitar maker, mm-hmm. and. Um, I'd been to their previous shop. It was way down in, it was like in Fontenelle forest, which I know not all of you know, uh, but but like, you know, it was literally in a forest and like way back on a road. It's the, it's one of those places that you're like, will I be murdered here? Because (laughs) it was just so out of the way, way. but it was cheap, you know, I assume. And, and it was like a tiny fraction of a big warehouse. The Mm -hmm. whole thing was kind of creepy, all that. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and, and, so Micah came to David and, and said, you know, hey, this is my dream is to have a mm. shop, a place that, that, you know, people like visiting, a place that mm-hmm. I can kind of set up for for a while. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know about any of this happening mm-hmm. until, uh, you know, David had helped him find that, that place mm. that was going to be a shop. And there's a cool story about the previous owner of the home who had also been a craftsman of, of some mm. kind and, mm. and really felt kind of personally connected yeah. in the tra- mm. transaction. And... um. And so then I saw a video that they made after this whole thing was done. Mm-hmm. And my thought was, hey, I know some agents, but I want to set up a conversation with David because he cares about what I'm trying to accomplish. And he might be able to help me think about things outside of what I'm already thinking. Mm. And and that willingness to put my problem first, mm-hmm. my and even my dreams and my aspirations. Yeah. I love that he called them dream yeah, sessions. That's awesome. Um, that that meant so much to me. Yeah, uh, I haven't bought a new house yet, so yeah, you know, it's whatever. Right. But but, it's, but it made a connection. It, there you go. To your yeah. point, yeah. it it got me from ignoring to paying attention. Right, and that's just a, that's a that's a great example of how, I mean, how, how amazing. It's a little beyond maybe today's episode. Mm-hmm. We should have you back. But if you ever actually sit down with somebody and ask them, when you dream, what do you dream about? Right, that can be a pretty uh adventure pretty interesting adventure you yeah. know and of course it has to be asked at the right time you can't totally. like start top of funnel and be like you know however it's kind of it's it's an interesting idea to invite people in and and i think that that's a great tidbit for our, for our agents and i would encourage them um uh, uh to to maybe give that a try and and see see how that goes yeah. um we we talked about the flip of you 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 think about the customer mm-hmm. and you think about the prospect and what their problems yeah. or whatever their their situation would be yeah you talk a little bit then you get into who you are yep but then what's kind of the conclusion if you yeah. will so uh, you go from being demonstrating your authority as a guide again showing your empathy that's really important to do first and then demonstrating your authority then you have to give them a clear plan mm. uh, because again this is something people do. I know I'm talking about real estate a lot, but, uh, you know, insurance is kind of the same game where like I change insurance as little as possible. I do not want to deal with this. Mm -hmm. Hardly anybody does. Um, especially I, I remember telling an agent one time, it's like, you know, uh, 
your job is to make me think about all of the worst things that could happen. <laughs> and, you know, and it's like, that's not something I want to do on any given Tuesday. Um, so, you know, uh, but you know, these are, these are transactions, a lot of these that we make rarely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so uh, we forget the process. It's mm-hmm. like filing your taxes sort of where you think about it about once a year and then you're mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. the, the healthcare form, I forgot the, right. you know, whatever. There's yeah. all these different forms that, that you have to put in. And if we were smart, we'd be a little more organized mm-hmm. about it. But but it only happens once a year, so we don't think about it that mm-hmm. much. Same with this. You got to give your your uh, your customer a plan. Then you have to call them to a clear action. But one thing that's really important is that um, you, you think, <laughs> it's easy to think, mm-hmm. that calling them to that action is like, all right, I did all the rest of the work. It's yeah. they're just going to come flocking in now. Right. The truth is most people are not there yet. Again, mm-hmm. the awareness, interest, consideration, purchase. Mm-hmm. Most people are not at that purchase point from the beginning. Some people are, they need out of their house right away. They need a new insurance policy right away. They are ready to find a new agent for that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's great. We love those kind of customers. It's, it's great when they shake right out of the bottom of the funnel. Right. The rest of them are going to need something called a transitional call to action. I think this is part of what's really brilliant about David's strategy of the dream session is that he didn't call me to to mm-hmm. let him sell my house. Mm-hmm. He called me to hang out with him, yep. share my dreams, and yeah. then see if there's any good right. fit there. Right. Um, and and even more transitional than that, mm-hmm. he asked me to watch a video about mm-hmm. how it worked for another client mm-hmm. before, and and he didn't even really know he'd asked me personally. He just right. put that video out there, yeah. but it was a step towards him that I was willing to make that made me willing to take another step towards him. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff uh, is really key to getting people to move from, again, awareness, interest. I, I'd known David for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was aware of him. Mm-hmm. Wasn't necessarily interested, and I don't think he'd be offended by me saying that. <laughs> it's like, uh, we all know a lot of agents. Yeah, But what, sure. what makes me interested? Oh, a different approach. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Then you you have consideration mm-hmm. purchase. <clears throat> they, they, they come a lot easier mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. that. Well, and I, I would assume we should, and maybe we should reach out to David and have him on a future episode. <laughs> I've uh, been thinking, yeah, uh, recommending because, him. Um, you know, it's always it's always good to have people that are in the field, uh, um, you know, that are doing and practicing what we're talking about. And I really like this idea. It's the first time I've heard it. But it also <clears throat> establishes him in that moment, I would assume we need to ask him as as the guide. Like, yeah. I mean, you're, you know, when it comes time for you to make that decision, you're going to look to him to help you get, probably guide. Yeah. We've been texting since then. Right. And as you all know, as a salesperson, texting is the Holy grail. Yeah. I mean, I'll ignore an email. That's refrigerator rights. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I'll ignore an email, but I never ignore a text. Right. Right. Um, Last two, two things that you do need to be aware of are uh, success and failure. Okay. In any story there, there is going to be success or failure. You know, Luke Skywalker, um, you know, wants to be the hero, success would look like blowing up the Death Star. Failure would look like being killed by Darth Vader and the Empire taking over the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, a couple of, of things that people get a little bit itchy about with StoryBrand is, is like, oh, it's negative. Like there's, there's we talk about the problem a lot mm-hmm. and we talk about failure. Mm-hmm. Well, for one, we only talk about failure a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit of failure goes a long way. Um, you know, you know, the statistic that I think it's what 80% of, of, uh, people uh, go with the first agent that they talk to Yeah, and people can lose a significant portion of their net worth mm-hmm. 
because a lot of our our net worth is tied up in in our houses yeah, for a lot asset. for a lot of for people. A lot of people. Yep. Um, then they can lose a significant portion of their net worth mm-hmm. by going with the wrong agent. Oh, absolutely. That's failure. Yeah. And it's okay for you to point that out. Now you want to do that in a way that's compassionate. You're not, you know, throwing other agents under the bus, but you, you warn people of the potential problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a, um, a, a financial, um, you know, kind of wizard out there. Uh, his name is Ramit Sethi. He talks about, um, you know, how, how to do the best principles of, of getting rich. And, he one thing he says is that like one percent a one percent fee on um, you know financial advising mm-hmm. can end up costing you thirty percent in returns. Mm-hmm. So he talks about that failure. It's kind mm-hmm. of you know a very similar concept mm-hmm. here. Yeah. If you lose even just a little bit of your mm-hmm. home's value yeah. in a in a bad transaction, mm-hmm. then uh, that can set you back significantly for, for sure. years to come. For sure. And so uh, success, what does it look like? Hey, we've got more room for the kids. Mm-hmm. Finally got that pool. Finally got that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, den in the basement or yeah. whatever that, yeah. uh, what, whatever success looks right. like. Right. Uh, and then failure, failure looks like either staying stuck in the same ho- house mm-hmm. that, um, you know, is just going to get smaller as the kids get bigger mm-hmm. uh, or it's going to be uh, mm-hmm. making it a bad transaction mm-hmm. That is going to set our family back financially, mm-hmm. which is going to make things like college harder. Mm-hmm. It's going to make things like, uh, you know, setting up the kids up for success, saving for weddings, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Again, you don't want to go too far in all of right. that. Right. But it is true of yeah. my situation. And it's actually your responsibility to mm-hmm. help share those things mm-hmm. so that I don't make a bad decision. Right. And, and it applies across all the verticals that coal services, um, you 100%. know, in insurance and, and, and in home services, especially. I mean, yeah, bad solar panels, that'd yeah. be a terrible investment. Right, yeah. right. And there's so much education that goes on, like specifically with solar. We have a lot of sol- solar clients um, that are using coal neighborhoods to prospect specific neighborhoods um, based off of, you know, demographics, but also lay of the land and, and stuff that's a little over yeah. my head, but basically how the sun shines and, and kilowatts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, for our solar guys out there, but not to it, mention local energy programs, yeah, rebates, yeah. incentives, all that kind of stuff. You, to, uh, you know, you need a guide yeah. to take you through that. Oh, a hundred. And I'm going to listen to somebody that is going to, you know, take the time to to walk me through that in a clear way. Yeah, you want to mess with somebody's most valuable things in their life, mess mm-hmm. up with, with their relationship, their mm-hmm. money, or their house. Like yeah. if you really want to <laughs> anger somebody, those would probably be the top three places to do it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And and so when you get a, a guide that mm-hmm. truly is invested in your success mm-hmm. and knows how to get you there, yeah. you're going to trust that person more. Right. Oh, and, absolutely. And it's going to move that, it's going to move you towards a sale, mm-hmm. uh, but and it's going to move the, the homeowner to success. Yeah. And that's huge. And you know what? And as we kind of close out this episode, one of the great things about going through that story is you want to share it with people. Oh, hundred percent. Right? Yeah. When you when you when you hit when you get to that in conclusion and it was successful and the guide took you there and you reached where you wanted to start, like you were yeah. talking about in the first part of the framework, you're going to share that. People yeah. love to share stories. I mean, it's it's kind of the fat. It's 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 kind of what bonds society in a lot of ways in yeah. a positive way, yeah. but. Uh, for for a small business owner, you know, you think about referrals yep. um, and the stream, the referral stream that something like this could create um, could just compound itself. Well, one one thing on that too is clarifying your message, putting your customer as the hero of the story, is actually going to make you a better practitioner. Mm. And the reason is because you're going to notice that there are themes that go 
through your your most successful transactions. Yeah. Um, and so you might realize I actually don't like selling, you know, half million dollar up homes because the transaction takes longer. Uh, you know, maybe the clients are more demanding, whatever. Uh, or, or maybe it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate selling anything under five hundred thousand. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. and and when you when you you know apply kind of this like who can I make heroic who can i make successful mm-hmm. and and you start to go oh i'm not going to market to anybody who doesn't fit this profile anymore mm-hmm. and that helps that helps you not waste time helps mm-hmm. you not be frustrated mm-hmm. uh honestly makes you better at home yeah. because you're you're not you don't come home from work <laughs> bashing your head against the wall <laughs> for- um and then you get to be known for exactly to your point you get referrals for being the agent who does x being mm-hmm. the home service pro who mm-hmm. does x mm-hmm. Um, and, and that is the key to scaling mm-hmm. because, uh, because then your, your marketing does marketing for you. Right. You, you only have to get somebody's awareness and then they're going to tell 10 right. more people. That's right. And that's, that's the Holy grail marketing right there. Absolutely. And that's, that's kind of where I wanted to conclude, uh, was, was that, ex- that exact point is that this is a great way, you know, if I'm a listener of like, okay, I like stories, I like movies, I, you know, I read books, I get what you guys are unpacking, interesting framework, but at the end of the day, that success, that conclusion, a great story is shared and it, it has a compounding effect. And, you know, on future podcasts, we'll have coaches and, and, and technologists and, you know, sales coach, uh, individual coaches that will kind of get in the mechanics of like pitches and, yeah. and, 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 and stuff like that. But I wanted to have this episode to unpack exactly what we're talking about, because before you get into the mechanics of the, the campaigns or the execution, you really got to step back and evaluate and go through a process like this. Um, and so I hope this episode has given you something to think about. Uh, I, I, I'm a big believer in this process as a, as a marketer, but also just because I know that it, when, you know, as a sales pro, as a business owner, you're starting with the, that end user or excuse me, that consumer uh, in an ignore stage. And how do you get recognized? How do you uh, uh, build trust and become their guide? Get them to their success, and then have them share that success with others. Um, so, Raj, thanks for being on uh, the info today, Absolutely. and I uh, appreciate your time. How can uh, people get a hold of you? Yeah, if you just go to our website, fruitful design, then uh, we host uh, periodic story brand workshops, or we can just do this directly for you on a one-on-one uh, service. Uh, and and again, we'll drop a link in the notes to yeah. some resources. There's a book called Building a Story Brand, and then there's also a free version that you can fill out online. Uh, it can be kind of tough. So if you need some help, uh, feel free to reach out uh, to us, fruitful.design. Awesome. Thanks, Raj. Talk soon, everybody. I hope this episode provided value to you as a salesperson. If you enjoyed our content, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Make sure to join us for the next episode of The Info by Cole Information.